the green, black, and red in. Gold down, count down on Armageddon. 8828, the S1s will. Put the left in effect, and I still will. Rock the hard jams, treat it like a seminar. Reach the bourgeois and rock the boulevard. Some say I'm negative, but then I'm positive. What do I got to give? The media says this. Red, Yo, black, and green. That hype. They got to be you know what that I mean? Hype. You know what I'm saying? Yo, the megas got them going up to see Cattle Turk like a jerk and they out of work. Let me tell you a little something, man. A lot of people on daytime radio are scared of us because they're too ignorant to understand the lyrics of the truth that we pumping into them clouds, that brain cells, that just fun under them wooden skulls they call caps, you know what I'm saying? But the S wants to straighten it out quick, fast, in a hurry. Don't worry, flavor vision ain't blurry, you know what I'm saying? Yo, Terminator X! Watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Hi, this is Carl. I wrote this song. I I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to Twitter, jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the duh, duh. Let's watch a Couldn't get past the fart contest. Welcome to L W A F L M O Y T. That's the band. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Good morning to you here. Good morning to you in San we Francisco. Are, we are streaming live as in first you should hear it here right now on MutinyRadio.fm. It is the greatest classiest internet radio station uh, on, on you in that this. website yeah on, on the internet so you go to mutiradio.fm there if you like to find a, a feed to hear live uh, streaming you can find it there you can find our part past archive and you can hear us right now every sunday at 2 p.m pacific standard time following a terrific show in maine called Twitter's happening with luke there and uh Watch it, check out Mini Radio. They do live comedy shows on Monday and Fridays. You can check out more information. You can find out where you can perform and you can check out the recording. If you like comedy and you live in the Boston area, it's in the Boston district, come on down. If you like comedy and you just want to subscribe to the podcast and hear live comedy performed at the station, go to the station, order some merch. It's probably a Monday shirt. Uh, Carl, that's what. Oh, sorry, I have studio uh, equipment in my hands. 
Uh, Carl, you know, not only is that we are on a YouTube channel, we invite you to our social media channels to listen to our podcast. Our show is called Let's Watch Film YouTube. Carl, I just have to say, we're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube, let us, with the audience, uh, and they're going to listen to our podcast, and they're going to watch the movie. And we're going to stream it right now on radio. They can get our podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, iHeartTV.com, or go to YouTube.com and watch us on Carl's iTunes channel. I'm done. That's been it. I can't talk anymore. You are slick. You are slick. You called it our prod class. <laughs> I almost like, made it. I was, like, I was sprinting. I could see the finish line. I'm like, this is it. I could it's get like you're in the middle of a now. sentence, and I see you thinking, how am I going to end this sentence? You're not supposed to look at my face and go, that's what he's thinking. Yeah, no, it's true. I was floundering. Anyway, we are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Carl, what is the movie? Uh, we will watch King Frat. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. King Frat, F-R-A-T. It's 1979. Now, this is hard to find on U- YouTube. It's best to go to Cinevision Global, the channel. Cinevision, one word, global, the second word, and then find or put in King Frat, parentheses, 1979, end parentheses. Okay, that's the best way to do it. King Frat. It's gonna take. It took me eighteen. Like it was the eighteenth mm-hmm. suggestion I typed in. Yeah, it's a deep. It's a deep cut. It is hard to find. Uh, so once again, go to Cinevision Channel, Cinevision Global, and look. Search for King Frat parentheses nineteen seventy nine and parentheses. And then uh, also make sure not to click the green. Only just a weird YouTube thing. Cinevision Global has the full length version if you want to watch Cinevision Global. So, yeah, go ahead. Find uh, King Frat 1979. Cinevision Global. Take your time. Click the link. Hit pause. Move the timer to zero, zero, zero. And when we prepare to go, we're all going to click play at the same time. We're going to hear go from a celebrity comedian. Because we are really excited to kick the show off. Get yourself ready. Listen to a really exciting celebrity comedian obviously celebrity comedian comes out of the Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Roro and Tarantino. Welcome, Roro. Very good to see you. Thank you for being on. Appreciate you doing our countdown. Now, I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to start with Scotty's. Now, you took the class at Scotty's, the comedy class, and you have blossomed into a full-time comedian, right? I mean, you're out there working. Tell me about your experience with the class, what it was like kicking off your little career here. Yes, well, um, it was actually a birthday gift to myself. Uh Uh-huh. Um. I actually worked in there, and I kept seeing the sign, and it just intrigued me, and I jumped in. I was 44 when I started, so uh-huh. um, I called, and so welcoming, of course, and uh, yeah, it was June 26, 19, oh, 19, yes, no, uh, 2000, <laughs> 2019, um, yeah, it's been awesome ever since. Now, you've got a great routine. Uh, and it focuses around your family 
and how that they were both born in Italy. You have things to say about your mom and dad. I mean, wh why do you go there? Just because there's so much material? That's what's going on in your life? Uh, growing up, uh, Italian, 100% Italian, we're even just coming from an immigrant home, you know? I'm first generation, so it's definitely not a quiet atmosphere. <laughs> um, and there was always something going on, and we had cousins and cousins, and I really realized that we were special because my friends here in America have cousins like us. So, um, but anyway, when I did start writing comedy and doing certain things, I just started being genuine and speaking about things with my dad or my mom or yeah. my family. So, you know what? I guess being authentic and then having family, you know, issues or whatever comes out or growing up a certain way um, has been my, my definite course. But I, I do other things too, but that's my main dial. You, my do, main... you do do other things, but that's <laughs> the center of your act, you know. Yeah. And definitely. you've got lots to say about yeah. mom and dieting associated with mom and manja manja and yeah, yeah and also um your mom loves your brother loves <laughs> your brother that's a big part of it oh, the saint <laughs> right it's like i always say it's like jesus walking through the door i mean and it's just like love for their son the moms and their sons you know but yeah. i just remember going like hey these people they're fine now, one of the things that your career led you to was doing these, uh, what's the word? They're segments about pizza places. Now, there's a Facebook group you have, Jersey yeah. Pizza Joint. Or it's not your group, right? You were yeah. at. So there's like yeah. over 50,000 people. Yeah, it's a Facebook group, uh, Guy Magic. Started it, and um, I was asked to be one of the moderators, um, which is awesome, and I'm so happy to be part of that. Um, and they were new. You know what? They started it in uh, 2020, I think, if I'm not mistaken. But really, to spotlight, you know, local businesses and help them even through the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, and I started doing videos. I, I actually called it uh, the Why Behind the Pie with Robo. Right, right. And instead of eating there, um, I really went after the stories for the owners because when you're going into these places there's actually there's families there that are surviving and their employees and everybody so really to, to really come together with community and spotlight pizza who doesn't like that you know yeah, who doesn't like pizza especially <laughs> being from new jersey right yes absolutely now you always have opportunities because people see you perform and they have things to offer you like other shows or like appearing in a pilot. You were nice enough to appear in Life's Last Lesson. Now you were a nurse in it because it was all about COVID. You were administrating a COVID test, but I bought you a nurse's outfit. Tell us yeah. why you didn't wear that and brought your own outfit. <laughs> Love you, Paul. I, and I was so, I appreciate you even asking me, um, and I would jump into that. And I met so many great people, even in that little spot. I mean, great people. Um, but yeah, I actually said no to that costume because for me, honestly, I actually went to nursing school. So it was a little too gimmicky. And <laughs> it was I, don't a costume. Wear, I don't wear big like that. I'll be very, very honest. Mm -hmm. I am into the form fitting thing. 
Um, but then I did genuinely go and get real deal uh, nursing uh, scrubs. So, um, but I hope now, you, you sent me a photo, right? And I said, what is she talking about? It looks very tight. It looks fine. No, no, I, yeah, I felt like it was just a little bit too big for me. No, I, I mean, uh, you, you like bunched it up and pulled it tight when the <laughs> picture, I yeah. was like, what is she complaining about? You did meet a lot of people on that shoot, on the different times we did the shoot, including you came and was, uh, you and your daughter were an audience member, and you got to know Jeff Norris a little bit. Yes, yes, Jeff is great. I saw him at a, a, a show, I think, right before that, if I'm not mistaken. Uh -huh. He's hilarious, he's talented, and definitely, Jeff is, uh, Jeff is great. And I yeah. just didn't him at Scotty's, actually, uh, maybe six months ago or something. Yeah, great. he's become a good friend. And, uh, we, yeah, I was just with him at Scotty's, too, um, a different night. You know, it was a very cold crowd that night, but not for <laughs> him. He got up there and just. Yeah. Okay, so I want to know how people can find you out there on the Internet, on social media. Now, we know about the Jersey Pizza Joint Facebook group, but yeah. I'm sure that you've got, what, you've got YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Tell us about it. I do, I do. So on uh, Facebook, it's Roro and Panuccio, but if you just do Roro and then A-N-T-O-N, like Anton. It'll come up. <laughs> um, and then Instagram, it's Rosa Bella, which is my name, 38, number 38. Okay. That's on Instagram, and YouTube is Roro Comedy. Roro um, Comedy. Yes. So for people at home, Antonuccio, it is the word, the name Anton, you... CCIO, UCCIO, Roro Antonuccio. Roro Antonuccio. Okay. Now, Roro Antonuccio, it is time for everybody at home. They are poised to watch this movie with us on YouTube. They got to press play at the exact same moment as we do here in the studio. So why don't you take it away and give us that celebrity comedian countdown? All right, are you guys ready? Here we go. Magazine, it said. No, Mad Makers. Welcome to Yellow Screen University, Carl. Why would it be named Yellow Screen? Oh, uh, we'll find out. We I sure believe. will. We sure will. So this is college music playing in the background. The collegiate wait, time. Wait, wait. Oh, what? Oh, you want the music going? All right. Oh, okay. Here? The theme song is coming. Oh, okay, but right now uh, a hearse, right? Yeah, that is a hearse filled with Pratt, Pratt brothers. You know, uh, I remember when uh, I asked you if you wanted a hearse donut, you said yeah, and I'm like, well, Jesus, that's two counties for me. I would have to drive over to Union County to get a hearse donut. Well, Don't you want a Duncan? Oh, here's the song. He's 42 years old. The driver is 42 years old. Grossout is 42 years old? In real life as an actor. Now, they just threw beer on the rival fraternity. Oh, man. This is really cool. I, I love these movies. Back in 1978, I was so into the Crazy Pratt Barton 
Were there any wars? Yeah. In 1978, there was Animal House. (laughs) And this was born from that. There were some Canadian investors, and they found American producers who were willing to make a quick buck on, you know. I mean, if you see the poster for this, you know what you're getting. Look at that. This movie is horrible. I'm pretending falling over. No, here's the thing. Like, how is Gross Out driving? Yeah. The guy who's driving, his name is Gross Out. He's our hero, if you can call him that. How is he driving with his feet off the pedals? His ass out the window on the driver's side. Woolworths, yeah. They closed shortly after this movie. Yeah, because of the publicity? Yeah. Hey, look. Emails. It's a sorority. Oh, can't wait to stick our asses out of our hearse straight up. What does it mean, hey, for Q2? Hey, for Q2. What does it mean? About the plate. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know, but it's used later to identify. There's going to be two hearses later in the film. Look at this. How can you drive like this? Right. How can Who you drive straight? like this? Right. There's no acceleration. There's no braking. You can go straight. Right. Like, you know, you got to watch out for, like, birds and insects. No, you don't. Let's say the car in front of you throws your cigarette butt out the window. Yeah. It's going to fall in your crevice. Writer Mark Jackson, that is not the truth. The guy's name is, is Ron Smith. Ron Kurz. Ron Kurz. He wrote Friday the 13th, part two and three, and nice. Friday the 13th, final chapter. It sounds to me like he knew, knew somebody. Well, I think he was good at writing Friday the 13th. Yeah. But. Speaking of like weird elms, this neighborhood is nothing but sorority girls walking home. Right. Like, don't they have cars? They passed by six sorority girls. Well, they're for, granted forward jogging. All right, they, hey, he's they, number they one. A car. Now this is the dean of the school, and they fart on him. You're hearing a fart right now, and boy, Grossout did not wipe his ass. Now look what happens to Dean. Oh no, the stream is down. He has a yellow jacket and an emerald. There's going to have to be another Dean. Oh, the Daily Cross. I got to remind me of the Daily Cross. I'm sorry. It said president of the university. I guess he's currently the no. Dean. Comes well, the here's president. the Dean right now, Dean Berman. This guy is going to replace the guy who just died. And, of course, they're complaining about the frat. We've seen this movie before in 1978. You know, I had a friend who said he wasn't getting vaccinated, but it's good for good for the Berman house. Really? From Animal House? Dean Wormer? <laughs> That's a bad he, he passed away years ago. Oh, yeah. They fragged him in Nam. <laughs> no, that was that other guy. Uh, the, the guy who uh, was on the sister. Horse. No, the guy, was. it was a callback from another movie they did. They shouldn't have fragged uh, Sergeant Wiener. Okay, never mind. It was another John Landis. This guy does a good Dean Wormer. Yeah, and it was a call back. One of the five-cap kids get in my face. <laughs> Nothing's gonna stop me. See, he, the, the, he didn't appreciate the old Dean's uh, uh, methods of discipline, because he had none. Is this shot in Canada on Saturnia Row? No, this is all Florida. Miami, uh, Coral... Gables, and the University of Florida in Gainesville. 
Oh, you hate that. You hate, I hate that. that. Look at the trees. They're so distracting. I mean, stir yourself. Yeah, I I wouldn't I didn't notice how distracting they were until you told me. Then I got Look distracted. At Russell, Russell. I have I have no idea what's causing you to have this distraction. Because of the Russell. His name is Flash, because right, he pees in a bucket. Yeah, I don't have him as an actor. Why not? I don't have a splash. Huh. Ready to go. Now there's Keith Latrine. And he's white, but he's playing a Native American, and he's doing a horribly racist accent. It's a, I don't know. It's 1979, so it's like if you didn't know anything, it was still okay to be ignorant because it didn't matter. You'd never be around. You're not going to be sensitive to people you don't even know. I, I appreciate today for its brain. Yeah. So that guy, that's is that Fred? The, the guy with the mustache. I don't know. You're gonna have to tell me. Now, one thing I like about uh, Gross Out is how they dress. I can tell they're having fun. These guys are cool hooker guys, catching beers. They all do great catches here. Look how he shook it up. I know. Now farting, which is not funny. But they're playing five cards. Now, what's going on here? Like, is there a monster? <laughs> is that oil? Oh, I'm seeing the monster. Why did they go under the table like that? I don't know. I don't know. Now, this director was no slouch. Did he do uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2? He did Meatballs 2. Wow, all right. He did Return of the Living Dead 2. He did Dark Tower, which is not good, but it was a Hollywood film. Was what, the recent movie. one from two thousand? I assume yes. I'm just I saw that. That was uh, that was all right. It was. So, this, yeah. so I have to say, Gross Out walks into this room and he's like, "Hey, Jerkoffs, you want a beer?" <laughs> <laughs> so that's now you saw how they were. Right, here, look, look, look. Flash, 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 flash. Now, he is in the rival frat hired as a cleanup boy. So he just peed into the bucket he's going to use to wipe their floor. He's in uh, the other frat. Our frat. He's in the other frat, the bad guy enemy frat. Look at that one. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That looks good. Let's degrade you so that the film hates us, so that because we're going to be the ones who get it in the end. All right. Oh, I Let's remember that. Let's degrade you so we deserve what you do to us, because we're jerks. Okay, this is totally disgusting. Uh, people at home don't watch. He's cooking, okay. and there'll be like boogers and spit, all sorts of inappropriate. This is how you just. This is just like a. Oh, I guess that we should talk off there. We had a friend, a friend that had a kitchen that was a lot like this. Uh, was it? Did they live on Forest Street? Were they a professor at the college? <laughs> was Fishburgers? Was it a location often for Fishburgers? 
Oh, well, uh, no, no. You talking about your own father? Sit on a creepy chair at a table and go, things to make you go do. Yes, you did. Okay, so whose house? I don't, if it wasn't ours. I'll tell you later. Look, I I want to watch the comedy. What? I want to watch the comedy. Oh, that's, that's Fred right there in the window. That is Fred. That's Fred. Fred. Okay, so Fred, Fred is, um, he was in Super Vixens. Oh, wow. Hollywood, man. There's nothing going on there. The Lightning, The Wild Stallion. It's the films you've never heard of. Man, this movie's disgusting. I I, I would definitely, like, not even watch it. Now, Mike, you know that I watched these movies four times, three times. Yes, four times, three times. This time, I've watched it. I watched it once, and right now we're watching it. I, I just it's so disgusting. I refuse, and it's 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 offensive and it's ignorant. Okay, right now he's explaining how the school got its name. You want to tell Yellow, us for it? Yellow stream. Yeah. Well, all right. So you know what? Like, uh, his uh, neighborhood. Neighborhood. Right. Yeah. He was hanging out, and then no, uh, they owned. Oh, they owned stream white stream. No, they Once upon a time, the Native Americans lived in Clearstream, and then the white man came in. He's saying, this is according to, uh, what's his name? Chief Latrine. Chief Latrine. It was oh, Latrine. That's interesting you should say Latrine, Chief Latrine, because his uh, ancestors right. came in the stream that went down to the white people, yeah. and that's why they called Yellow Stream. Because the white people kicked him out. So that's oh, yeah, they kicked them out. So, yeah, right. So they, so they went upstream, right. and they just they wouldn't they didn't have toilets. They, well, they, they didn't they have did for, Well, they had a place for number two, but then when they went to when it went to number one, they all just down the river. Now this is an offensive fake Indian dance from fake, you know, tribe. Here's the one guy I didn't. Okay, yeah. now Splash has come home from being a janitor with a present. Whoa. Okay, so I got to tell you, Animal House, when I saw it, I saw it as a young boy on Disney television for some reason. Like, and really? It was edited. Heavily censored? Must have been. For, yeah, for television. Mike, so then, Mike, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yes. Just reading in the newspaper now a story, farting contest. Oh, so he's got to tell the boys. Big farting contest. So that Alpha Dom, right? So when I actually saw Animal House, the first scene, there's like a dildo in it. I don't know. Yeah, guy badgers. Otter, otter. Yeah, like one of the big wigs of his room. He had a, a dildo, and this movie they have a double edged mm-hmm. dildo. Like they went twice. They're twice as big. I think this might have been a literal. Like scene for scene, not literal, but definitely a scene for scene ripoff. It's not scene for scene, like element and element. Like they're watching the girl's panty raid, just like in Revenge of the Nerds. And Which is creepy. They got they, record, they filmed it, yeah. and then they watch it. So this is where they go. We got to do it. Yeah, this is where we're learning that we need to have a. Guess what, Mike? There wasn't a script. I'm not kidding. There was not a script. 
they had a general idea of where they needed to go, and that included a farting contest. Oh, they didn't script the farting contest? Well, they must have, right, if a guy's up there going, blah, blah, blah. But this film had no script as they shot the whole thing. It was like fish burgers. I was like, okay, go over here. Now, here's what you say, right? It was like that. You know, this movie does remind me of the public access show uh, did uh, on Fish Burgers, public access uh, TV. TV's 32, and TV for 32. a time we were on TV3, which was the best, because you were flipping between channels 2 and 4. Right. And boom, Fishburger. Yeah. So if we were doing something like peeing off the roof or a throw-up, you know, if we were doing something gross that would catch your eye, you know, Mike in a dress, pick me, whatever that was. Like, that's what we're going. Remember, I showed my dad's slit uh, toe. Yeah, right, toe. I remember that. Yeah, that was graphic. On her knee. It was all for the flipping. Yeah, I remember you had, like, I'm peeing off the roof. I uh, hung yeah. up on my mother live. We threw eggs at City uh, Hall. Ah, you're admitting that, Mike. You're usually too scared to admit that. The truth is, folks, we did everything to do it, and then we got went to the wall by the Chestnut Street ice skating rink. And we yeah, threw it and there because it kind right. of looked right. Right. Then we edited it, or Carl edited it, so it looked like we actually did. We are hall. not so dumb as to actually egg Town Hall. And town Hall. Town Hall. Yeah, town, Montclair Town Hall, right? Yeah. And oh, stick it out. Stick out the dead guy. He's breathing throughout the movie. <laughs> breathe in. Breathe out. Twitch, twitch your pinky. Twitch, twitch your eye. Look, he's breathing. Back in the 70s, they used to have a air filter, a pump, and that they would put it in the court. That way it appeared like their chest was heaving. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they're, they've got the idea that what they're going to do is, and they're sort of crying over it because they're wasting pot. They are going to burn pot into the vents, into the HVAC system, and then the congregation will get stoned as they're at this funeral. The, the congregation that includes a child and a grandma. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I think it's actually hash. It looks like it's foil, the, under the foil is like a big block of hot brownies. That looks like hash to me. Yeah. It's funny. You know, hash just wasn't available to us when we were, right? Well, yeah, but we didn't have butane. We didn't have that much <laughs> amount of weed anyway. I mean, crack it. When we were kids, we didn't have hash. There, it just didn't exist, right? I mean, if you went, I went to Germany. You knew what it was. You put it under a cup, right? right? So when I went to Germany, that's Wait, well, how do you do it? So how, so when you went to Germany, how did you smoke hash? You put it under a cup and you. Yeah, you you don't know. I don't have a. It would usually be a clear glass, so that you could see what was going on. So you would light it, and then as soon as it started to smoke, like a, like incense or something, you would cap it with the glass. And when that thing filled all the way up with smoke and you couldn't see through it anymore, you would lean down onto the table and you just tilt it up and wow, vacuum cool. it all in. Well, I, I know of two ways. One is you get a giant brick and foil, go to a ventilator, and suck 
It got abused so much. Torches are good in ventilation. I saw it in Upper Smoke. Uh-huh. King fresh. But yeah, I, I mean, you take hash and you mix it with tobacco. You would burn it just enough to put a crumb over and make like a cigarette. cigarette? I didn't know that. You would mix so it with tobacco. The audience is starting to giggle because they're starting to get high is the joke. And then uh, the dean on stage, or maybe he's president, is getting super pissed. He, he doesn't, he's not getting stoned. He thinks they're laughing oh, he's, at he's, he's angry at the corpse, the breathing corpse. Well, he started out by saying there's good, there's a new sheriff in town, and I'm going to be a much more strict president or dean, whatever he is. And then they all started laughing, and that's when he started freaking out. So maybe he is under the influence too, right? Yeah, I think he's having like a, a special therapy. Look, the kids high. Not since uh, Harlan Kuhn or they have two big bowl presents. I just saw a, a show on on uh, Netflix. And it was um, the woman next door, through the window next door, something like that. Oh, I saw the other movie, Lady in the Window. Right. Yeah. The this woman in the one window. was like a series, a one-season series. And did you, sure. you didn't see it? Did it's I spoil it? Show? Yeah, spoil it. Listen, if you're going to stream this show, don't listen for right now. Okay. In the end, the killer is this eight-year-old little girl. Can you believe they did that? You had to watch 12 episodes to get to an eight-year-old little girl? Yeah, that's 23, right. A whole season, 23 episodes? I don't oh, think so. man. I think you're right. It was more like 13 episodes. That's okay, so wow. the dean rolled right into the hearse, right? Yeah. Okay, now this is the new guy, Tommy, you said, right? Here's yeah, Tommy. right. He's in the black-yellow cab. And basically, we're going to have uh, the parents are – Freaked out scene. Look, that guy's pretending to be a valet. No, he's a, he's a taxi guy. You know, yeah. yeah, he opened the door for them. <laughs> well, no, he had luggage in the trunk. You know, it's pronounced Lugage. You should know that from Tuesdays. LugageTuesdays.com. I just want to erase this guy from the film. The it's so yeah. I would have figured by Native American stuff because they got a raw deal. <laughs> and plus, like, there's no chemistry with any of these two guys anyway. Like, no. Like, I, there's more chemistry in my traffic team for high school. You know? <laughs> like, there's, like, they're not none of them. But now he's, like, a wise guy. He's, he's cute. He needs a boyfriend bad. Which one is he? They sell him as a genius. He does all the money and finances, and he works out calculations, and he's also the head of the so – right now he's – Razzling and dazzling them with bullshit. You know, he's right. He's Groucho. He's the Mark. And he's also going to extract from them $500 because there's an entry fee into the farting contest that nobody can afford. Oh, wow. It's a pay to play farting contest. Listen, Carl, I don't want to sound like a snob. You know, I mean, I couldn't like farting contests. Uh huh. But uh, I do not pay to fart. They pay me to fart. This unfunny gig, and you would pay it to get ahead. Listen, I'll say, I've been a stand-up comic. Open my stand-up comedy De- plus decades. I think I know a little bit about farting on stage. All right? <laughs> oh. This film shouldn't have been made. It was really quite horrible. You know, you take a good look at the, the graphics for the poster and the graphics for the cover, you see the, 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 the,
Right. And it exists in the world of video stores and fashion stores have chain stores and they would have stores and they would have shelves. Mm-hmm. Oh, the great movies are, let's say, on the second to top, the mm-hmm. high level, and then maybe, you know, underneath eye level, there's some other movies, but there's always going to be a bottom yeah. shelf, right? Yeah, skin level, toe level. level. You're going to miss it, and you're going to miss it because it's crap. This right. looks like one of those videos, like you're at a gas station, Listen, audience, if you skip King Frat, if a person was to skip King Frat and die, it'd be fine. That's fine. Yeah. And listen, right. you at home, if you would like to, you know, come on back next week. I mean, it's okay. This is come on back next week. Horrible. Oh, yeah, this movie is, uh, I don't yeah, know. We're not it... wrapping up our podcast, but I just want to say to some of the listeners, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Oh, right. We're getting to the fart contest. Oh, here comes this, the blow-up doll. Yeah, that's his girlfriend of today. Zelda. But this guy, all right, so I don't know if that's right. Oh, so he's freaking right now. That's P-H-R-E-A-K. Not F-R-E-A-K. Yeah, he, you know, I read about it in 2600 Magazine. It's not Atari 2600 Magazine. It's Bone Freaking. That's P-H-O-N-E. Gross out is so nice as to lend his girlfriend to the Tommy, the new guy. Griselda. Yes, Griselda, that's right. Wow, they got a lot of authentic graffiti going on. He's 42? JJ Grossout. The internet says both 40 and 42 at the time of this filming. Now, he looks young enough. Now, he would go on to do... um, his big thing was um, batteries not included. Maybe you've heard of that. Right, that was the one where little tiny aliens flew into a window. Okay. Is he, oh, he are you talking about, on, um, I'm sorry, Carl, are you talking about batteries not included or asterisk <laughs> lowercase b batteries yeah, lowercase asterisk. M. Yeah, why yeah. was that? Well, it was the movie title was actually asterisk yeah, all, yeah, low, yeah. Okay. all lowercase. Uh, well, anyway, he, he made it on the ER once. He was on Baywatch once. Uh, Did he play the guy on the, in the hospital bed in the ER? Right, that kind of thing. Here he is, an outrageous fortune as police lieutenant. I um, can't believe it. That's Ben was, Midler. Yeah, that was a good film, I thought. I like that film. Yeah, sure. I like he was on Night Court him. once. He was on, you know, the Golden Girls once. He's that kind of an actor. He was around. Right. Oh, no admission. Oh, it's $30 admission to get in the green room. Oh, so I teach a, a fart com- uh, comedy cl- uh, college. Oh, really? It's all, yeah, it's all about farting on stage. I, I once took a stand-up farting course. Um, oh, you did? How yeah. was it? It was okay, but it was really all about a bringer show. That's what they wanted. They wanted to be the bring the most grossest people to item minimum. Minimum. We blew our brains out. We you farted know, our brains That's out. like the worst bringer show. Can you want to come to my fart show? Okay, <laughs> see my fart show? Well, it's not just me farting on stage. There'll be other people. Women, too. Masks are mandatory because it stinks. Man, this is such a pre-COVID day. Uh, a <laughs> fart competition? You would not have that ever, ever again. 
Well, I mean, yeah, like, you wouldn't have it in the real world either. And you wouldn't go drive over to New York and park your car and go see the parking uh, 40, an hour, 40 minutes worth of uh, entertainment. It is disgusting. Okay, so Chief Latrine has a secret weapon. One sip of this stuff, and you know, you'll have you'll shit your face. That's not allowed in the contest. It's called making mud or oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I just I just hit agree and sign. I didn't agree to sign. <laughs> the party contest. Yeah, you're not movie. allowed to pitch mud or something like that. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, there are good movies, there's bad movies, and there's good, bad movies, and there's bad, bad movies, and there's good, bad, bad movies. Uh, oh, I'm forcing me to drink. Right, and they're hardly forcing me. Oh, I gotta force it down my throat. I just had to gulp. Uh-oh, careful. Hiroshima. Hiroshima. <laughs> right, in, right into between her legs. Look out, there's it. another joke coming. Why did he spit fart again? Oh, yeah, that's a joke. He burps. Yeah. Right. And then okay, now, sitcom swipe. They pull up to these two young ladies and invite them out. And guess what? They, the ladies say yes. Why? Why? It's not right. believable. They farted on them yesterday. Now, there's no script. They said, okay, I want you to come around the corner. I want you to come up and lean out. Okay, let's do it again. Lean out further this time. Yeah, lean out further this time. Slow, walk along. I want you to drive as slow as possible. Do you think they they have some trained dispatch in front of the car pulling up? Good. (laughs) No, that's somebody's foot on the pedal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Here's Wong's Chinese. Laundry wash while you're eating. Fart, fart, fart. Now here, Carl, I have seen the up to his heart contestant. Look at this guy right. pour soy sauce in his food. How the heck do you do that? <laughs> and there's uh, Sally Struthers is one of the ladies in the foreground. Oh, yeah. Well, she was on break. She heard there was like a movie. Listen, we'll give you a meal, or you could go right back to the set of all the movies. <laughs> gross house eating? Oh. It is gross. Look, he's got a fish. So this is just the Belushi cafeteria scene that's what i mean like it is a scene for scene but it's i think revenge of the nerds came out after this right it must have it was an 80s thing right no 80s yeah a- absolutely it is okay this is, so that this is scene in which they were watching the videos of the girls or it was filmed wasn't a ripoff of that but yeah they just whatever happened in animal house they they took a bunch of that stuff they didn't drive a hearse, what was it, a Cadillac, and they turned it into at the parade at the end. It was like a death mobile or something. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, what a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right, uh, King Frat. That was a good movie. Look at you. Oh, yeah, it was a, I don't know if Animal House still holds up. It does, it has some gravitas to it. Animal House definitely holds up. Do you remember Donald Sutherland's performance? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the um, Amadeus guy with the the um, you know with the to- with the devils on his you know, angel on his that thing holds up that thing is Bluto smashes a guitar and then he apologizes like it was a gut reaction. Couldn't help it. Couldn't help it. Look, this is so not only are they doing laundry with this, but they have ducks hanging upside mm-hmm. down. 
Now, like here, if it was the butcher shop. Right. Now, I – and they're rubber ducks, clearly, right? Rubber chickens. Rubber chickens. Now, I feel like telling you this is the grossest scene in the movie, but how can you say that with this kind of movie? He is now going to gag no, to lie. regurgitate. Right. And he's teaching them how to make more room for beer. These are frat tricks. It's so disgusting. Yeah, this is so toxic. Yeah, and then the guy starts cooking with it. Is that funny? I think it's just gross. Well, I mean, they pantomime the whole thing, though. So in real life, it wasn't cute. It wasn't tasteful. But no, okay. it's disgusting. Yes, right, yes. And in real life, right they're back. not really having sex. They're not really doing drugs. I know, but it's still the topic and scene. Now, look, he's going to try. Oh, I can't do it. Listen, this whole idea of, like, purging yourself like this before you keep drinking. Vomitorium. Vomitorium. Oh, I guess so, right? They're frats. There, there was a period, you know about that, there was a period in Rome, you know, like 40 years or whatever, in which it was customary. <laughs> to... They called it the stink age. The 40, the 40 years of fucking. So you would be like a rich person and you would have a banquet or visit a friend's banquet, right? And then like, you're, I'm stuffed, I'm stuffed. So you would go excavate and then you would come back empty. Oh, I can't watch this movie. Now look, he, him, he stuck his finger in there. You're learning, frat brother. But look yeah. how, like, I'm acting. I can't believe you did that. Sally Struthers. Sally um, Struthers. Who's Sally talking to? Is she an extra or is she on screen? She's an extra. Who just happens to be front and center. Look how she acts. It's a joke. Yeah. You pretend you're having a conversation. Oh, this must be the milkman fighting Jeffrey. Uh, they're going to use this to look like he's foaming at the mouth. They're trying to get out of a ticket. Uh, a um, they're trying to get out of a the bill. What is that? Is that coffee cream? Yeah, I think. Okay. You see the passed out woman? Watch out, Sally Struthers! Hey, I'll try that. I see the guy who's having soup. Not only is he still having soup, but he's looking at the script like. Yeah, there's no script. Did you see how the spoon flipped? Yeah. I guarantee you that is why that was the take. That is why we were watching that because they didn't plan that or rehearse anything. Use the one with the spoon flip. The guy reading the actual script just started pouring a beer after that, right? Like, oh, I'm faking, I don't know, rabia, epilepsy, something, or rigid. Guy's like, yeah, whatever. I don't know what to bored. tell you because there was a writer. There were actually two writers, and they all – meanwhile, all over the internet, because lots of film reviews of this piece of crap, lots of them, they all were saying um, no script while they shot. Look, it says last annual fart contest. No, first, first. <laughs> <laughs> don't be so funny. Last annual fart contest. Oh, that was a mistake. That was funny because there was a uh, wearing a Howard the Duck Marvel Properties t-shirt throughout the whole thing. He will wear that, and you know he was slovenly Howard. Howard was the patron saint of the guys think they're saggy pants, like this kind of like oh, I was slovenly um, shovel jacket. Yeah, the shovel jacket, red tie, a loosen. You got your hat, but the hat's all beat up. 
have a stogie. Got a duck bill. Hey guys. Hey, sorry, I'm like, I just flew in from uh, Florida. Boy, is my ass tired from farting. Oh, all right. That reminds me hey, of South on. Park, uh, those two who fart. Oh, Terrence and Philip. Canadian, right there. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Oh, someone thought of these jokes already. Hey, His girlfriend. Stinky Tuscadero. Is yeah, what I learned like. Stinky Tuscadero. That's perfect. <laughs> that is so much better. Now, that's his old girlfriend from high school, and he doesn't doesn't dislike her, but doesn't want to date her or anything. Wait, well, high school in 1952? Uh, well, let's see. This is 79. Wait, let's see. He's 44. So, no, no, he's not. He would be 21, 22. You graduate college at 22, I guess, right? So it's this four thing. years earlier. Gra they so right. if he was 22 and he's 42, so 20 years earlier, that was my Hey, I'm a tough farting girl. Well, then, but he gets like, I miss you. How have you been? It's, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to beat you in this. Yeah, but the other guy's sniffing. Yeah, that's weird, right? Yeah, well, he's, again, like, according to the script, that's what he said. There was no script. This is so like Fishburgers. This is so fish so fishburgers. <laughs> that strangle Jeremy strangle him after he slaps it touches you like that. I really want to know the answer, but there isn't like people who made this film aren't talking on the internet. There's lots of articles about I mean there's a few people who talked. Very few. Um Oh, I have it right here. They said fart, 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 <laughs> fart, 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 super fart. Okay, here's the keyboard player. Well, maybe I should tell his story when we get there. Well, uh, Richard took over the farting part. I worked on King Frat as a production assistant for five weeks at $250 a week, good money in 79. I also appear in the opening credits, mooning people, the bathtub scene, and menacingly wielding baseball bats in Frat in the initiation scene. We just oh right, we just saw that guy. This was yeah, the first film I worked on. Oh, good for him. The opening university film scene was filmed in Gainesville, but a majority of the film was filmed on a soundstage. I guess in Miami. He didn't mention that, but right. This guy's a good host. Yeah, he's pretty funny. Yeah, when that's the best thing about your movie, that's pretty pathetic. Now, look, he's got the fartometer or whatever there. Oh, my God. Do we got to watch this? I watched this film one time. Listen, I just want to say I thank you this, to yeah. many of you for listening. And I understand you're <laughs> and we'll we're, see you. We're on week. every week. Yeah, next week we got a different Radio. movie. Got it. Nah. Bam, Bam Pangeman. Oh, well, that was so clever wordplay. I have some. I have an anagram of the title. Ready? An yeah. anagram is you take the letters and you rearrange them to make a new phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, King Bart. But you just eliminated the R. No, I took frat. Look at how inappropriate this is. She's a nice. He is a nice. He's just a model who wanted a gig. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he wouldn't you know. really be in this context. Well, if wow, you were if you if you were producing a part, like you do want to kind of get some money. 
Yeah, a little ass candy. It is an entertainment show. It's not. It's not really a contest, Carl. Okay. So Guinness Book of World Records is outside taking notes. This is a page two drink minimum show. It's just like every other show. It says you had to pay a thirty dollar admission fee to get on stage. Hello, why are we seeing this? It's a good uh, analogy to open fart. Open fart comedy. So this movie came out in seventy nine, and it has two thirds of seventy nine. I can smell it. You think that's a coincidence, or oh, they didn't like his seventy nine uh, fart. Why, why did I drive to the suburbs to see a fart show? Now I could have seen movie shots next door. <clears throat> oh, this is Stinky. She's known Stinky Tuscadero. She's known for her farts. Whoa! Look at the thermometer. Oh, she blew he, up the fartometer. You can know he got the thermometer. <laughs> Did you see him like as if his hand got a little burnt from the heat on it? Did you see oh, it? Yeah. He jerked back his hand like. <laughs> He's a professional. This is not his first fart rodeo. Okay, now a dog drinks all of. Okay, he he's got to make the fart stuff magic fresh. Yeah. He's got to make it fresh, or it's not potent. So I don't think he drank it. I think he's up there alone. I I only saw this film once, so I forget. Uh, no, he doesn't drink it. I've seen this up to the fart contest. Oh, get your nose away, host. Wow, this is great. Number one, this, number one. I, I actually paid to see my friend. You were really far, far, farty. I really liked your set. Really farty set. Hey, good, good set. Good set. Really farty material out there. Hey, oh, you're still doing more open mic analogies. Uh. Great set, great set, and those great. weren't pity pukes. I was really disgusted. So, so chief opens up, pours the liquid, and sees the girl stick his at her ass out. He's like, "I gotta see this." And right. The dog and drinks. The dog it. drinks it, so we can get a payoff joke. The dog vomits. Is there gonna be a dog breakfast involved in this? No, Gross Out still doesn't have the formula in him. So you see how the plot doesn't really make sense. They got this. Ace in the hole. He he was off stage and could have drank it, but the chief latrine didn't give it to him to drink. It doesn't make sense. Oh, oh no, they was giving the dog farted across the. They threw a dog across the room. They did throw a dog. Is that also a Howard the Duck? Like Look at this horrible acting. That's like a nineteen seventy nine film. Okay, this must be the fart offs. Because See, I gotta pass that. Oh, this! Oh, they must be playing the music, right? Hey, you paid money. Our show is called Simple Fat. It's now, so crazy. This whole film they play. It's a disco song, right? King Frat. Oh yeah, King Frat. Oh no, King it's Frat. totally appropriate for being 1979. When they start playing it at the party scene, it's going boom, 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 boom. boom. You know, it's it's that disco beat. I think we'll take this apart. Fart, 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 fart. I wrote the lyrics. Right. But the good times, these are the good times. It's that kind of disco. Fart, 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 fart. fart. fart, fart. So he's going to stick uh, like a bird whistle up his ass. 
uh, yeah, I didn't get that. Oh, this is not. Oh, it's just. I. It's. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next week. It's the joke. The part didn't land. The part didn't land in today's audience because they're different. You know, yeah, the part didn't land in today's audience. You have to know your audience. Okay? You're gonna meet your audience halfway at a party. Right. The kids love the squeakers. They think it's funny. It's they love the squeakers. Yeah, they don't appreciate. You know, it's a different generation. They don't appreciate the real deep farts. You know, the girls they picked up at the Chinese restaurant. She only smiles when one farts. That's the that's, a, that's the only notes I have of this entire movie. Really interesting. She, yeah. yeah, she's. She only. Files at other Asian lady parties. Um, okay, now we're getting the. Okay, what was it about the whistle? Because it's struggling. Oh, draws mud. mud. I draw mud. I drew mud. Shark. That was the seventies version of shark. Drew mud. <laughs> okay, now he wants the cop to do his dirty work and go bust up the frat. What in the world did this guy write? You know what I mean? If there's no script, I, I, I oh well, he wrote. Have you ever seen Boss Two? Mm-hmm. So it's like Pee Wee Herman for bus driver, Richard Mulligan for the camp director. I'm, I'm saying in this actual film we're watching right now, this uh -huh. pretty serious dialogue. He must have written this. Yeah, like well, I mean, technically John Landis. This is Chris Miller. <laughs> uh, this is Ivan Reitman. Who else wrote Animal House? Okay, now this guy, his name is Doug Delman Doyle. No, no, Dan Fitzgerald is the actor's name. He was in her Police Academy 5 assignment, Miami Beach. Right, yeah, they went to a convention in Miami Beach. It's the first time they they called out of the United States because they're not from That's his big movie, Everything Else You Never Heard of. Super Fuzz, maybe you've heard of. Yeah, sure, I know Super so this okay. is the losers party. Are they doing the loser thing? No, this is not. That was our fish burgers dance. This yeah, is a winner's party. No, it's a loser's party. They lost. They got second place. You mean in the fart contest? This isn't yeah. for the fart contest. It's just uh look how they're in you know, they're not in togas, but he's in a toga. He is in a toga. It's a direct re oh he's not in a toga. What am I talking about? Oh, now, the keyboard player there, right? Uh -huh. Okay. His name, where is he? Where is he? Here he is. His name is Chuck Demodica. He was the keyboard player and the singer for the band in the party scene. He he says, when the movie was finally released, I went to see it at a midnight showing in Fort Lauderdale with several friends. Besides the four of us, there were probably ten other people in the theater, not including the usher. Remember, there used to be ushers. When the movie was over, we were exiting the theater. The usher asked me if I wanted a paper bag for my head. He recognized me from the party scene. Wow. Wow. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, you were a movie usher. Yes. I never uh, said that to anyone. Here's more information about that viewing. It's from a different internet source. He and his okay. parents went to see the film when it came out in the area. The audience reaction is about what you'd expect. Thrown popcorn, soda, and even a few tomatoes. Now, who brings a tomato? It's not the truth. Well, it's Florida. Uh, and then it tells the Usher story again. So, that's his claim to fame, and he had a good night out. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
can't wait to tell the story to your grandkids. Yeah, we went to a movie and they threw stuff at the film and then the guy said, do I want a paper bag? Now a paper bag comes into this film later, it's a scene you miss. There he is, he's playing. What is he doing? Is he drunk? That's I don't know. Like, why is it comical? It's not his personality. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Is are they gonna tell jokes like in laughing? They'll be like doing seventies. That's my impression of nineteen seventies laughing. Dee, 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 dee. See that Dave, monkey? Dave's man. Dave's not here. Oh, nah. yeah. Well, that monkey was a little aggressive. Yeah. He, yeah. He grabbed her boob. This movie's horrible. Horrible. So is that V guitar? All V guitars are horrible. No, man, it's a good investment. You're gonna get a lot of years of productivity with it. Now there is older, a, your knees hurt. In the song, there's a woman singing, and you don't see a woman in the band at all. There is no drummer. Okay, oh, now no. the old Damn girlfriend it. is gonna try to talk him back into getting together, but he's like, "I love my new girlfriend. What's her name? Griselda? What did you say? Griselda. Griselda." Yeah, he. I love Griselda. She doesn't talk back. All this. Oh yeah, you remember? It, it makes the noise. I love you. It says little catchphrases. He says it. Speaks uh, back. This guy. Whoa, boobies! Finally, like it's all farts in this movie. No boobs. Yeah, this movie really did heavily. You know, do the nose picking and throwing up and farting and burping. It didn't go to the sex comedy like right. you would expect. So what happens now after this fart conversation is over? What next, Carl? Well, uh, there will be a uh, um, party trip to the hospital when two people are connected. Look, see them screwing in the bathtub? That was not in the drive-in theater. Uh, okay. This film was actually popular in Australia and okay. England. In England, they don't have fraternities, and frat movies are always a hit in England. They don't have that, and they, they wish they did or something. And um, in the UK version, they showed it all, including the other scene I was talking about later. Okay, So we're watching the UK version, and we're glad we are, because otherwise they oh. cut that scene out. Right. I, I think they digitally <laughs> oh, so that guy is a spy. I forget that. Yeah, you know, uh, a guy fell out. He goes, Chief, I'm out. No, not Chief. Dean, <laughs> Dean, they were. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, there he is on the other side. That's right. Yeah, he goes, uh, a guy rolls out the window and lands on him. Anyway, the, the guy goes, thanks for doing that. Like, you're a good night. Good night. Well, good night. <laughs> or belly dancing. Now they they spent a hundred thousand dollars to make this film. That's uh, about right. That's the money in can this it was Canadian dollars. They had to change it to American. But the Canadian financers put up a hundred thousand dollars and the producers ran with it. They just went to make a quick cash in. On the, you know, you saw Animal House, then you see a poster for another frat house movie, and you're in the mood. Right. Well, you know, part of the great things about 21st century is that things, you know, the internet, things don't disappear. 
Yeah. These these movies were probably meant for a drive-in. Gone. Yeah. And then they stayed around like I remember the video box. Total video box. Yeah, well, this this movie was a hit. It did make money. Not no no no. Let me back that up. This movie was a moneymaker for everyone involved, and that's because they only spent a hundred thousand dollars on the you know. Right. Sure. Um, it did a modestly profitable run on the drive-in circuit, and it did good money in video. Uh, and it was made for less than a hundred thousand. Less than. Have you ever? Well, actually, I I take it back. I first watched this up until the Barney contest on PVTV, mm-hmm. PUBI, TV. Now they're stealing the big penis little boy. That they, is, they ripped his dick off. Yeah, that this is, is the good. The good frats. PVTV has advertisements that are are interspersed throughout the movie, so you haven't experienced a party contest. That gets interrupted and then Downey and Jane Virgin commercials play. And they're like, keep away from kids. I'm like, no, keep the kids away from the farting contest. Like, yeah, um, I would have them eat Tide Pods all day if they don't go to them. <laughs> like, your priorities are fucked. Well, it was like Tide Pod at commercials and you see the farting contest. Thank you, PVTV. Thank you, PVTV. Yeah. What? Now, let's see, let's see. This cop, he's uh, Tom Tully, as Officer Percy from Chicago. Um, actor, writer known for the Mothman prophecies 2002, who finds a, who finds a friend finds a treasure in 81 and Freddy of the Jungle. I guess we don't, he doesn't have any credit that's right. like something you saw him on the big screen. Oh, wait, this is Animal House. Animal House, Pluto's at the window. Now, anytime a window, anytime it goes up, it's going to slam down, and that's our joke. That even happened in the general, right? Right. The general, Lester Keaton, was taking a leak off the general train. Mm-hmm. He had the window open of the compartment. When he rescued his damsel in distress, do you remember? That was the funniest scene of the movie because he told her to be quiet, then he knocked over a table, and then he turned back to her and told her to be quiet. You remember that scene? Yeah. Well, anyway, the the the, the window self fell down on his fingers. I don't know. It's it's in his fingers. It's supposed to be his dick, right? Oh, my mistake. And then and then his girlfriend Stacy was outside weighing things down. I love it. I hear the propane tank. (laughs) See, they broke off the penis and they're inspecting it now. It's a police report. Campus police police report about the missing statue. And they was has a name. That's Officer Percy. Oh, my mistake. I didn't. I didn't mean. I did. I didn't say Percy per se. He was that, his that, uh, acting credits include Canadian. Uh, no, only the money was Canada. Only the money was Canada. This is all Florida. Okay, uh, now they're gonna like. They've got a search warrant, and they're going to look for the uh, statue, and they have the right to be there, but somehow they're sneaking in anyway. Whose kitchen looked like that? I'll tell you after the show, Carl. It isn't, though. It can't. Well, it I, I, we've done this show for five years. I always regret what I, I ditched about Montana Jersey. 
Okay, yeah, were, right. were they they were from Montclair? Were they from yeah. my neck of the woods? They weren't from over by the castle. No, they they were walking distance. I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. Your father was a professor. That's me. Oh shit! Now they they don't drink any hard liquor here at the frat house. No, it's all about beer, and then you puke up and make room. Do you remember my kitchen was uh, slanted? It was tilted. Like, if you put a baseball on the floor, it would roll a direction. I have distinct memory of your kitchen. You shot a lot of stuff there. I shot uh, a hostage video for the show out in front of your refrigerator. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 You also got uh, electroshock therapy. That's right. Well, that kitchen table, that, that should get a good an award. I think they go to the Academy for and it's on display as seated 17,000 fish burgers at right. this kitchen table. With those gingham curtains. Yeah. And the bathroom right right off of the kitchen, right? That got a lot of play, right? That oh, got... well, in Hamlet, I was sitting on the toilet. Right. Yeah. And then there was the uh, choking your chicken, one, the robot one. The, yeah, that was a little weird. Curled up. I made you a nice bed. It's a warm. Remember <laughs> the bathtub? Right. You, you, you. I made you a warm, and I, I, I showed you the bathtub yeah. for you, you to sleep. You meant to say I made you a warm bed, but I right. saw in your eyes. You were in the scene. I was rolling. You said I made you a warm, and you looked down. It was not a bed. It's a bathtub. You just stopped talking. I made you a warm. Oh man, everything's funnier than this fucking movie. But it's totally scripted. Just whatever <laughs> comes out. I did have a chance to perform someone's bit, and uh, she wrote it was really funny. And I fucked up a line. I'm like, oh well, <laughs> you know, like shit. We've been there before. Yeah. Whoa, it's beer. How did they do that, Pipper McGee? They uh, Pipper McGee. This is an intervention. Well, what do you mean? Well, I opened your closet and 6,000 empty beer cans fell out. Yeah, they're empty. What's the big deal? <laughs> what? It, did it hurt? No, they were empty. It would have hurt. Me, man. Oh, yeah. This I is love the... you. I'm Griselda. Oh, yeah, that's it. They, he's talking. You know, Officer Tully maybe is okay, right? As an actor, his stuff is a little funny. Who? Toby McGuire? Officer Tully here. You just corrected me to say it properly. Is he Officer? Percy. Officer oh, Percy. Oh, so Percy. Percy. Right. Yeah, because you're like that cop. The guy has a name. He's been working Yellow Stream for years. Does he? Does he, really? <laughs> it's He did have an IMDB entry. Okay, oh, right. so he comes down with the He's going to pop it, and then Grossout's going to call him a murderer. Oh, no, he shot it. Wait a minute. Hang on. He took a gun, what? and he shot a the boom mic. I saw the boom mic. Oh, my God. I missed this. Okay. First of all, it shot across to him, and Grossout made a perfect catch. What a good scene. But then the boom mic zoomed over to him. We don't have time, Carl. Now, this Canadian is, again, money. another scene we saw in Animal House. Right, yeah. A girl in the window, right. 
He was on a ladder, not a tree, but still. So trading places with the gorilla suit was uh, insane. He's only he's only in a gorilla suit because there was a costume party. I doubt they said. Was hey, that Spock? John Landis did a movie called Banana Mom with Spock, and he dressed up in a gorilla suit. Yeah, yeah, first film he ever made. Yeah, I don't think I ever made a movie. He he's our our Star Trek connection, Mister Schlock. Who John Landis or Mister Schlock? He was from Vulcan. No, never mind me. I'm trying to be funny. It's not working. I just well, don't this- like that. It's the same thing we saw in Animal House. Like I just I don't know. I'm mad at this movie on a lot of levels, and I really hate that you made me watch it. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's perfect. Yeah. You Can you blame me? perfect for your show. Can you blame me? It's called King Frat. It's 1979. Yeah. Right, right, right. It's on YouTube. And it's the uncut version. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah, you got to take the garters on or off. Take them off. Okay. Now, yeah. in Animal House, it was like she was obviously going to masturbate. Right. Well, oh. no, I saw Animal House on ABC. She was going to read a book. So she she <laughs> blinked, and then they were cut to another scene. Then he fell. Right. He looked out the window. Ah! There's a monkey! Oh, there's a monkey. See the, uh, the what do you think of those whites? Yeah, you hate yeah, them. Yeah, the whites. whites. They're all right, but they need a little sound effect. What do you mean? A little Time. Batman sound. Oh, no, it's not Tommy. It's not Tommy. That's Tommy. Who is it? Is it, uh, see here. There's Kevin. Oh, is it Fred? It must. Oh, it's Kevin. Maybe Kevin. It could be Kevin or Fred. Fred was the lumberjack, he says. Well, Fred was the guy who popped up completely from the gross out suit. Okay. That guy was in Nothing You Know. Super Vixens, actually. You probably know Super Vixens. Thank yeah, that's the Russ Meyer film. Yeah, he was in that, 75. I saw it. Gorilla Down. I think I was going to pick that for the show, right? And we couldn't find the right version or something? You know, the Emlyn's is going to take him first to the costume and first job. job. <laughs> right, you're not appropriately dressed for the emergency room. you got to get it back by midnight or they're going to charge you another day. Okay, now what happens is... The guy struggles in pain, and so the woman, like, unbuttons his shirt, so he, you know, and so he's, I'm burning up, like, takes the suit off, and then, like, he he gets on top of him to help him somehow, but his erection goes boing up into her, and he has such an erection that they are stuck, okay? That's what's going to happen. Wait a minute. Really? That's so good. Yeah, yeah. But she didn't plan this. Right. Didn't plan it. She's trying. Oh, look, she's getting on just to try to unzip it. That's right. all. Just. Oh, nice, Harry Chef. Better, right? Yes. Right. Yes. And then it goes, wang and pops right up. It just coincidentally. You got to hear the sound. I guess. There was no clothes involved somehow. Well, it, his erection broke through. Ripped through. Mm-hmm. His gorilla costume. 
and uh, brew whatever kind of, she was, uh, you know, unconsensually kissing. Now, in the American version, the ambulance driver looks back, and it looks like they're doing it, but you don't see that. They cut back to him looking forward, like embarrassed, you know? But the right. UK version, look at this fake car. They cut this whole out on ABC. They cut this out. <laughs> I mean, they, you was, never hear a fart. You hear bleep. It was uh, Sunday. Yeah, and it was day. Disney. Oh, they're looking back. Oh, so that scene was cut. Yeah, but luckily we see the UK version. We get to see everything. Now, this guy's story is, I just can't pee. Okay. Really? Yeah. And the wife is there trying to help him. Now, they go out to the waiting room. And look, okay, she's so embarrassed that she's going to be wheeled in on a gurney up to a gorilla in a fornicating act, right? That they can't right. get out of. So I get the premise. They will put a bag over her head so she doesn't need to be embarrassed. Nobody can see who it is. So they roll past the old couple, and the wife goes, you must be really ugly. <laughs> yeah, fucking a gorilla. Maybe we should listen to the audio at that time, at that time. Okay. So they're like, we appreciate you can't pee, but there's a real emergency. He's like, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, if he well, would just finish, it would go down. Oh, is that the thing? Or I thought he was finishing. No, but it, it, it's... It, I, the way I used to work in my 20s was after right. it came, it went. I mean, it was, didn't... was that consensual or was it? It was an accident. It was not on either person. Nobody tricked anyone into an Just... unconsensual. Yeah. Cover my face, but I don't mind my boobs being out. Well, that's the weird thing. She threw her boobs in the window, got upset that someone was watching, ran down when the gorilla <laughs> fell, and got assumed, her boobs out. Yeah, got her boobs out, and winds up having. Uh... Now, what do you think's really going on with the male actor? Right, he's a human being. I mean, they're not stuck together, but I mean, you know, right? He's getting right. a little pressure right now. It must not be a bad game. Okay, turn on the really sound because she's going to be funny. Oh, I missed it. I missed no, it. No, no, it's coming up again. Oh, no, you're right. You missed it. If that's funny, but it was funny when she said this she must be really ugly. <laughs> yeah, now, I mean that's I thought the next joke would be they she would go in to help with him losing an erection, like right? right. Yet yeah. he would go but they didn't do that. They just pop they made up corks. Big corks. Just an excuse to be areolas. Well, I mean it's like here's the premise. Stuck and needs to, to physically pull her off, and he needs to hold her down. 
So they all heard a, you know, a pop noise. Did they? There's the dead uh, dean or president. Oh, uh, they keep it goes occupied. Wait, there's a dead body in their frat house? Yeah. Oh, and it's been dead Ben Dave. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, that's the first reference in the file. Yo, I love that fart contest. And sitting next to you watching Gross Out Eat. Now, this running gag is she is a virgin. And so. Yeah, he, was, he was talking her up about that at the fart contest. He's like, yeah. I just came here to watch the fart contest. I'm sitting in the audience. <laughs> So I got these happy days that you on and on. Okay, right now they're finding like, out that he's a virgin. And so they're going to go take care of that by bringing him to right like now. Castle. They're going to drive him right now, real time, to a brothel. That's mm -hmm. it. We're going to Las Vegas. Or we're going to Deep Point. Oh, they're going to Angel Beach, the, the Porkies. <laughs> Angel That's Beach, right. Florida. Yeah. You boys want the Porky special? Yes, sir. That's the Porky special is when you take a prostitute and Porky's, and then uh, a husband comes by and scares <laughs> your naked ass out. And then they were all in on the gag, and they all laugh at you. Now he's trying to back out. You know, he's scared. He's like, maybe I need to wait a little. Oh, Dennis, Dennis Hopper. Dennis yeah. Hopper's cameo. Was that Dave Berg from Mad Magazine? Side of. I, oh, right. Dave yeah, Bird. Right. Hi, I'm a pretend. Uh, a pretend brothel. How can I help you? I'm here to see the pretend ma madam speaking. <laughs> Look at the awful wallpaper. My God. That's brothel wallpaper. Listen, you <laughs> yeah. No, you don't live in Florida. In 86. In '79, this is um the sound studio, sound stage. That oh the yeah, it sure shows about, it. I guess. Yeah, it sure shows it. Wee, wee, erf, Holy dog shit! All right. So now, they diss these girls by saying, saying he wants something really special, and so they're like, they call up another girl to come here. Don't you think that's offensive to the, you know, Laverne and Shirley here? Yeah, well, they're, 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 they're dating. What's the save a tree, eat a beaver? That's a 70s commercial. <laughs> save a tree, eat a beaver. Oh! Oh, yeah, that was inappropriate! He, was, he went immediately out of now, if they had a good budget, they would have put in the sound effect. Honka, honka. Well, I mean, if this was a real bordello, they would have probably put in the sound effect. Right. You can't act inappropriate. Yeah, you can't <laughs> handle it. Right. Handle you just respectfully pay the money. Right. Uh, the director worked on an early draft of the script for Brian De Palma's body double, but didn't receive an on-screen credit. Oh, really? The director, Brian De Palma, has a body double? Did he click this? Uh, more recently, this director has been editing, direct, 
either directing or producing episodes of the documentary TV series U.S. Marshals, The Real Story, and Breaking Vegas. So I guess he's still working for them. Okay. He, he dropped out of college. He went to New York. He was from Ohio, and he went to New York to work as a mailboy at CBS Television. He worked his way up from gopher to editor, eventually became a news producer, studied film at Columbia, movie critic Andrew Saris. Do you know that yeah. name? Yeah, yeah, from the Village Voice. He was a, one of his professors. I don't know why that should be on his credits. Um, he made his promising feature date. Yeah, but why credit? And one time I opened the door for Amy Schumer. I mean, why credit that guy on this guy's resume? Um, it implies that all the knowledge that this guy had came from his resume. Right, sure. Uh, made a promising feature debut, director and co-writer of the supremely eerie and effective Nazi zombie horror winner, Shockwave. Oh. Anyway, in the end, he got to direct a major motion picture, and that was um, Dark Tower. Yeah, which was, well, wasn't Dark Tower like eight books or something like that? That movie was just a shoot 'em up movie, you know? Yeah. And none of the characters had any, they were all two dimensional characters. Now, that's the virgin, right? She what? was the special one that he invited over. You see, so his heart is broken because the girl who wanted to stay a virgin really was a prostitute. Wait, so she was lying to him? Right. Yeah. Why? Why? Because well, she's special. No, so but he went to his work. I thought she was special. Just for a one second of shock on the film. Oh, look, there's young Kevin Bacon. <laughs> They're going to fuck up the frat because they stole their. Now, the uh, way they're going to provoke the frat to come over is to beat the shit out of this guy. Flat. Do they finally realize he's a frat? No, they, they've always known. I don't know the answer. I thought they always knew it, and they were, they were, you know, he just worked there to come. No, no, Here comes a punch that doesn't make contact. Oh, I'll do the sound effect then. Okay. By the way, that's another feature of your house. You can't get on your roof. Listen, you want to go out and have a cigarette? Go open up the window. Stand on the couch. Now, the cops went looking, or the dean and the one cop officer per se, uh, went looking for that statue. Clearly, they didn't find it. This seems like the scene. Yeah, he's gonna come they in. Beat up Pluto, right? Oh, or no, no. They, they beat up the other guy. Waffle House, and they bring him back, and they're like, "That's it." Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Look, he's got the guitar like an Animal House. Everything about Animal House, they just. Well, Grossout is gonna give a speech about it. Yeah, that was good. You know what? It kind of went and he goes, Germans, he goes, let them rip. I don't even think they needed that. I think everyone got the joke, you know? No, they, yeah, but it, that, that line gets quoted again. Classic line. 
Well, that's the end of that statue. Oh, so much for that argument. Wow, this now, movie. Now, here he is drunk, going, we're King Frat. Go ahead, why don't you listen, because this is how the film got named. Audience, I'm sorry that you had to watch this film. Here comes King Frat. That would be perfect. What, the rest of your precious statue back? Oh. You know where to find it? It's my compound. It's fucking bread on this campus. It always has been. It always will be. There you go. That's our title. That's our title. And you see how they put in the curse word, you know, there's the symbols, King fucking frat. That's, so it is a reference to the movie. The poster is, damn it. I did notice that there's a title on the poster mm-hmm. and the uh, like we, King Curse. Yeah, we call it King Frat because what else can you call it? I mean, you can't say King, King fucking Frat. King Frat. Uh oh, here comes the parade, the Doomsdale. You know, I always tell you this. My favorite joke from that magazine was a parody of Animal House, where yeah. he goes, uh, "I'll have four thousand puddles." Gross, because nothing's going to break my <laughs> I remember Animal House parody in Mad Magazine. I, I read that, too. I used to read Mad and Crack. Right, sure. You didn't read Crazy? Oh, yeah, Crazy. Uh, yeah, Mar- I guess I Marvel's did. Once Marvel twice. Comics version of Crack and Mad. I didn't, I guess, I don't have a strong memory of it, so I guess, I do remember reading it. Oh, I had a memory. Yeah. And the joke was it was immature and Yeah. It was right. salt. Okay, so this is our big finale. And you know, here comes a fake cop car with a yellow siren, right? Oh, they got the megaphone. Yeah. De escalate the situation. Right, like de escalate. Remain calm. <laughs> Percy. Finally, the football helmet guy has a purpose. I'm Dean Dewormer. Uh-oh. So are they the same frat? Oh, no. no, that's Jock. Right. His name is Jock. Here comes the, the same th- ambulance, the same guys. Uh-huh. Under they grand. Clean- they did. They did use like Febreze in the back of that uh, van after. After. <laughs> I don't think Febreze existed in the seventies. They probably had Lysol. Like aerosol spray cans. With the CFC, CCs, CFC. Yes, yeah, and, and Floral, no seat Fluorocarbon and no yes. seat belts in right. an ambulance. Whoa, he's on the stretcher, zooming along. 
Yeah, I saw it. I said, man, that's a stretch. Punch the gorilla. Right. Punch the gorilla guy. Uh-oh, here we go again. Oh, no. Don't let her sit on him. So the joke here is the, the ambulance is just cleaning up the wounded. They just, someone goes down and they put him in the back. Oh, so there's more than one person in there. Oh, yeah, there's going to be lots. They, they go and pick up. All right, Ty, you're doing all right. You didn't even get the other one. Man, this is terrible, Carl. This movie yeah. is awful. It's awful. Watchable. But there were movies like this. And, and I have to tell you, like, thank you, 2B TV, for, for being there for me, for having this movie. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like, this is the crap you see on Amazon Prime. Terrible films, bottom of the shelf video rentals with like half ass graphics. See the next person. Uh, (laughs) They need that stretcher, so they just roll them out. Whoa! Yeah, if you introduce a fart in the first act, like. It's your fart finale. Yeah. Fire. Fire and all. One time I was with Marcus on uh, Forest Street and we were watching TV and that came up. I was like, that can't be real, that it's really flammable. He goes, no, 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 it is. I said, bullshit. He goes, well, try Uh I said, try it? He goes, we'll do it. So (laughs) we were on the couch. So I took my lighter from cigarettes. I put it by my butt. I lit it. And this, like, what? The flame. It was the, and the smell, Mike. It was the most disgusting experience. I will never again. Well, you can I, burn your, your, your tingle hairs, your little, your little curlies. Well, I'm glad I didn't. I was yeah. wearing pants. I will never find out again because I could not believe it. Okay. So. The smell of chart Oh, we're in the, okay, sorry, I was talking, okay. And Dean is going to throw the book at him, or going to try to get the judge to. Oh, so this is Animal House once again. Remember they sang and marched out? Yep, this whole thing is Animal House. Oh, I think he got injured, because he had a, a bandage on his nose. On his nose, yeah, yeah. butterfly. Oh, snobs versus slobs. They never sit in the same aisles. Don't eat it. He flicked it. It was an affliction. Okay. Affliction. Nerds sit on the stage right. Uh, Snobs sit on the stage left. Oh, man. Nice pajama bottom. That's kind of a class act to go in you know how stage left is really you know it's from your perspective standing on the stage right stage left is really you to your right if you're the in the audience i always thought stage left was that in the audience they see the stage on the left side and that's when you walk on no wait wait well i don't know about the walk on part but stage left means from the audience's view right that's what i thought okay okay so stage left is you you on the stage it's really your right that's why okay yeah 
Then when they tell you to go up the stage, you got to go to this like edge. It's very edgy comedy. Yeah, when you walk up to the edgy. stage. Plays are very edgy if you get too close. So <laughs> there's all these charges against him, and then like Mr. Smarty Pants is going to pull out the fact that it's really on the the tribe is called something Wong. What is it called? Oh gosh, it was like someone's Wong, right? It was right. like Kevin's like Wong. Humpa Wong or Oh right, Humpa Wong. That no, it was like punk. it was like squeeze a wong. It was something like that. Suck a wong. So no. we suck a wang. Suck a wang. So we find out that in fact the Kiss a Wong. Kiss a Wong. Kiss a Wong. Or Wang either. I Wait, think Kiss a Wang? It could be. I I only watched it once, and I got I heard the joke. I didn't write it down for my research. I'm done with this movie. Thank God it's ending. So we find out that the Chris Wong Wang own the land that the university's on, and for some reason that means criminal charges don't apply. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. But that's it's all thrown out of court. Yay! Hey, all right. So King Pratt wins. We're the king fucking track. Right. Look, the Fred lawyer Pratt. helped him out. He pushed him over and knocked him down. King Pratt, King Pratt, it gets party when we party. King Pratt, King There's Pratt. There's only one lawyer, by the way. There wasn't an opposing counsel. Nothing will take us apart. Fart, 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 fart. Now, for some reason, he's become the dean. Does it make sense? That's like when Ogre became a nerd in the MCU. Kiss the Wong. Kiss the Wong. Well, not with that yellow stream. I'm going to kiss that Wong. <laughs> oh. Roll uh, credits. Now, I thought they would make him Burke. Oh, he said roll credits again? No, no. I said that. I was like, please end this film. Yeah, end this movie. Well, here it is. There's a gross out Fred, Tommy, Kevin, Chief of Screen, Jock, Flash, Joan, Dean Doyle, Officer Percy, told you, Boyle, Doyle, Lance, yeah. Babbitt, Bucky, Bobby, Becky, Father, Lead Pipe, uh, Veronica, <laughs> Mrs. Mr. Veronica, Intern Attorney, Bailiff, Roy, Irma, MC, Old Man in Hospital, it Old Woman in Hospital, University, <laughs> Lady Godiva, Belly Dancer, Animal Driver, Attendant, Mrs. Baked Beans, oh, she's great, and Ira Cooperman. Oh, you're, I'm I'm ahead of you. Well, okay. did we, oh, that explore. You have to redo it. Carl, what'd you think of this movie, King I Breath? This movie, I I would rather watch Koyana Scotsky or whatever that was. I hate Scotsky. Well, you know, it is life out of balance. It's like farting for entertainment. That's when you know things are gone for the wrong. I don't know. That's kind of base. Out, the Miami chapter of Pi Kappa Alpha. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. They were Pi Caps for real. So that was probably a Pi Cap purse they were driving. Yeah. And probably the house. Mad Makers. Horrible. Got a location in Miami, Florida, and the studios of the Great Southern Stage. Uh, any events resembling comedy is purely con. Disgusting. God disgusting. Well, to stinky guess, that was it. You have been watching an Ozico presentation. Weird. Get out of the drive-in. All right, time to turn your car on and get out. Take the uh, speaker out of your... Yeah, <laughs> man. Woof. 
please re be kind, rewind. Two dollar ninety nine cent fee rental charge. If you don't that was pricey. Carl, I don't have a movie for next week. That's fine because you are doing a horrible job of picking them. That was a piece of <laughs> no. Wait, I do have a movie. We did discuss this. We have another movie for next week. Do we? Well, let me check my uh, I am. Carl, where can people find you? Carlsucks.com. Of right. course. Of course. I've got two text notifications from two dispensaries since we started the show. Ah. What do they want to dispense to you? Do you, you remember when you had a drug dealer and he would call you, he would email you every morning, he would text you every morning to tell you he has a special? You know, I, I just want to remind you, I sell <laughs> I just wanted to text you. All right. Well, I don't know, Carl. I don't even want to watch movies anymore. Talk about who knows when the press in this movie is Alpha Omega. This was the Alpha Omega of movies. I am done. Like, I don't even want to watch a cinema uh, right. film anymore. Yeah. Thank you so much, Cinevision Global. I'm no longer watching any <laughs> cinema. No, we can we can come up with something great that'll bring you back. Something. Okay, incredible. audience, you gotta check it out. Uh, and uh, please check us out every Sunday here on MutinyRadio.fm. Donate to them at Venmo at MutinyRadio. Uh, MutinyRadio is the token money. If you go to MutinyRadio.fm, you can find uh, their Patreon page link. You can donate directly to them through Patreon. I'm sure MutinyRadio at Patreon uh, will get you search results. So, Carl, uh, we uh, great job, man. The fact that you watched this movie. What the twice? <laughs> I couldn't. I could not. I just couldn't. I watched it the one time, and I was like, "This is disgusting," and I just don't want to see it again. I Thank mean, God, there's no audio. Bummer as Billy. Do you remember Sir Billy? It was that kind of bummer film. It was as bad as Sean Connery's last uh, CGI movie yeah. ever. Last movie ever. Last movie ever. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, guys, hope you enjoy your Sunday and every day, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Watch if you want to, you can slap Spiegelman behind. L-W-A-F-L-M-N-O-Y-T on Mutiny Radio.
a song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and plain champagne tickled my nose. I love to peek outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Hey, man. Think the right way the first time this time. That's how you know it's going to be a good episode. I concur. Guy on my left. Um, <laughs> we are also on... I should say we are right now streaming first on mutinyradio.fm. Fantastic internet radio station coming out of the Mississippi of San Francisco. We have been on the air since 2016. You can listen to us first every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. Let us watch. We're going to have you listen to our podcast and watch a movie on YouTube. We're also a podcast. You have to find us by the acronym mentioned up front. L. W H L L M O Y T stands for the two words YouTube. YouTube. And you could also go to. <laughs> we're also right now on YouTube itself. How Apple eat itself. The one word we website. The, YouTube. The two word website, the words being U and T. Um, go ahead. You can go subscribe to us. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And you know, Carl, we've been on the air for several years. Do us a favor. Go to iTunes. That's a good one. Yeah. There, one. I said it. I said it. After seven years, I finally said it. Carl, what is the movie this week? Well, that's actually what I'm going to ask you, Head of the Family 1996. Michael, what is the movie this week? It's Head of the Family from 1996. Carl, no. Like our world is upside down. Normally, you research and watch a movie, and then I come in cold. But this episode, this is like a switcheroo. It's like you're over here now. All right, we're gonna milk as much mileage, milk as milk as much as we can out of this video. <laughs> thing. Switcheroo. This is okay, a switcheroo so episode. You said you go to YouTube search engine. You you put in the. No, just head of the family. No, the yes. 1996. That's correct. This is What's a movie directed sound? by Charles Fan, and his production company, Full Moon Features, is hosting this movie. So Full this Moon is an official. Themselves? Yeah, they're this this is they're officially giving this movie away for free. I'll bit I'll be it edited, but don't worry. Plenty. By the way, can I just give a content warning up front? Full uh, frontal yeah. nudity. Full frontal nudity. Thank 24/7. you for us. And there's some gore, and there's a scummy boyfriend, but for the most part, full frontal nudity, and some no. some some mad scientist if, you, if that kind of upsets you. Which I was uh, rattled. Anyway, fine. Head of the family, 1996, full Mike, moon features. That's yes. a lot of information to digest. It's so now it's a chore. No, it's not a chore because what Mike has done. 
he's gone and double down invested in the quality of this film, this uh, this episode by getting an interview with a celebrity, not comedian. He, I would call him a comedian if you oh, think celebrity uh, comedian counting. He's an NPR humorist. How about that? Ah. Oh. <laughs> so look, take it away, Mike. Hello, hey, welcome to a special switcheroo edition of Comedian Celebrity Comedian Countdown. Uh, here with your host, Mike Spiegelman, and our special guest, Adam Felber. Welcome, Adam. Great to have you here on LWAFLMOYT. It is a pleasure to be here. Wow, and that crowd is that crowd is pumped. Red hot. You know what? Normally Carl does these interviews and he has like some kind of crowd noise. Wanted to trump him up front, provide our own crowd noise. Adam Felber, great to have you here. Adam is a you probably recognize Adam from NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, who oh, is yeah. I can't believe I get to say this, a panelist on the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. Yes. One of the great 20th century jobs, keeping it alive, being a panelist. I love it. I love uh, it, you too. Also... It's the easiest job in show business. Oh, no, you've been doing it every week. It's great. It's always well, great not every week, but, but uh, you know, they rotate us in and out. But, boy, you go in, you make jokes, you leave. Love it. And you can also hear Adam and uh, Wait, Don't Tell Me regular, Paula Poundstone, with their own podcast. Uh, nobody listens to Paula Poundstone. And you have something, uh, we'll talk about it later, called Dad Band, Dad Band Land. So Dad Band Land, yes. Yes, I do. We'll s let's save that for last. Okay. You wrote, I couldn't believe this. Now, Adam and I know each other. Adam is good friends of my brother, Adam Spiegelman. Also Adam. Adam Spiegelman is a god among this show. He created the podcast Proudly Resents, a cult movie podcast, which this show is based on. Uh, and we've had him as guest most recently for Come and Get It. So we were all gathered together. And I did not realize this, Adam, that you co-wrote the memoirs for filmmaker Charlie Ban. I did. I did. That was my uh, my uh, pandemic job. Oh, my I God. Had, I hadn't written a book in a while, but my book agent got in touch with me and said, this project might interest you. And boy, was he right. It was fantastic. You know, the premise of our podcast is that we I've always read about movies and directors, but I've never seen, had access to their films until YouTube came out, and now I can watch it. I did a classic. I read your book first, and then I saw his movies. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, I had no idea. Like, I've always heard of uh, Full Moon Productions, and I've always heard of the, the long, ongoing Puppet Master series, but I had no idea who this young guy was, and I didn't realize how influential he was in the 80s. Holy shit. So the guy, is Charlie Ban is his name, and... I got to ask you, Adam, up front, I didn't realize, like, in the spirit of Stan Lee, the spirit of just 20th century showmanship, this guy's a genuine showmanship. How was it to write the memoirs to a guy who's a showman? It was such a trip. And he's such a showman that I also thought he was a liar. I think uh, when, I, when I first took a meeting with him, he just started unspooling this, this spiel. Uh, not, 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 uh, feel uh he was saying oh uh my dad discovered marilyn monroe so she was my first babysitter and my granddad was uh, a famous artist friends with chagall in paris but he was in the white house carving a bust of, or sculpting a bust of fdr when the nazis took paris and so F his new friend fdr settled him in hollywood and 
and it, it just went on and on. And he said, I gave Demi Moore her first movie starring role, and I gave Helen Hunter her first starring role, and I accidentally bought the biggest castle in Umbria in Italy, and I, I, I bought Dino De Laurentiis' movie studio at the south of Rome for no money down and ran it until it was taken from me after three years. Like, this endless spiel. And he and was right. All of, all of it true. turned out to be true. I agreed to the book before I knew it was all true, but right. it was all true. It's amazing, amazing guy. Who his, can his grandfather was stories. Max Van, a Parisian uh, artist who he, I've always heard, but I, I've never really connected you know, him to anything. And yeah. then also, his son, we should mention, is the lead singer of The Calling. Uh, one his of his son sons. is the lead singer of The Calling. His his dad was John Ford's AD on um, Concrete Jungle, Asphalt Jungle, whatever that movie was. Um, That's the most remarkable thing. Yeah, uh, and he did discover Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And Marilyn we, did live here in my neighborhood, and uh, I found out. As his babysitter. You and know, he babysat him yeah. when he was one. He, it's also a story of Los Angeles. Like, he really loves Los Angeles and at one point owned 31 properties in, yeah. around the area. Insane. He compulsively He's, collected properties. One of them is very well known. If you ever watch the um, the uh, first season of uh, – first three seasons of Entourage, the giant mansion that the guys rent, that's the, that's the Toberman estate, which abuts uh, uh, that park near Griffith Park, uh, Runyon Canyon. And yeah. That estate was owned by Charlie for, for several years. I want to talk to you about Empire Pictures, Meta Art, and the fact the man created 3D movies, recreated in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Where he do you want to start? There's a lot there. Okay, let's start from the beginning. Let's start from what I want to uh, talk about. Wizard Video Games in 1985 licensed <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the 2600. Yeah, Charlie was Charlie takes you know he's not shy about saying that he invented a lot in video yeah, games. Shy. He um he got the idea in the late seventies, I think, that that uh, video games were going to be a thing not just for kids but for adults. And with that in mind, he licensed Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween, and he licensed them for like no money at all. John Carpenter was his buddy; that was easy. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, he was already in the business of licensing movies, and. The conventional wisdom was that you can't make a video game for adults, um, and and there was no market for it. So, for very little money, he made a Halloween video game and a Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game, and everybody else turned out to be right. There was no market for games for adults at that time. <laughs> it was the video game bust. It was a bust. They had to sell it. You know, they had to keep it behind the counter and sell it in brown paper bags. And uh, it was, you know, parents wanted to ban it, and uh, they sold zero copies of it. Oh my god! Yeah, no. Well, now it's like a it's a treasure chest. I mean, if you could yeah. find a copy of that, it's worth so much. Like, and it's one of those hollowed stories. It's funny because I was listening. I listened to the audiobook, so I heard him in full effect. And he said, "I created the most notorious video game." And I said, "Oh, please don't let it be Hunter's Revenge, Custer's Revenge." Right, right, no. Please don't let not. it be the, the cum-eating <laughs> one. So I, I told was really, him about Custer's Revenge, though. I did. He He's kind of a classy guy. Like, I really, I saw Crash as one of his early 70s films. Yeah. We were head of the family. We we're going to watch in a couple of minutes. And then I watched uh, Evil Bong 8, which <laughs> was an hour long from 2022. I was on set of, for that. I visited him on set. 
Okay, so why don't we just close? Tell me what it's like being on the set of a Charlie Band production. Well, there's um, there's a lot of good feeling. Everybody's in a good mood. I mean, it, it's a, it's a they're real sets. I mean, they there's all the personnel that you'd want. There's the sound people and the lights people, and it it's not it's not a completely cheapo production. Even though he's made over 350 movies now, um, yeah, there is nudity on set. If you <laughs> spoiler alert, there are. But it was. It was great nudity. Uh, and by the way, they're at a restaurant for the entire hour, and nobody stands. So you get great quality nudity. Sitting Wait, above the waist nudity, yes. Above I, the waist nudity. I, I was on that set, and it was um, for these days. He's got this bright idea that like some of his uh, the roles should be influencers that he finds on Instagram because it's a mutually beneficial relationship. The Instagrams, in the the IG personalities, the influencers be, brag about being in his movie. He gets their audience to see his movie. So those three women played themselves. They were all influencers. Yes. I'll be. Because the rest <laughs> of the people, like, extends. He has this great, like, Stanley Marvel vision of, of crossovers and having his own editorial video. Uh, and <clears throat> so it's, it's, it's a new world for me. So I went blind. I met the Tiger King in that hour. Yep. Did you talk <laughs> to the Tiger King? I, I talked to everybody on set. He was super influenced as a kid by Marvel Comics. Just and he wanted to create when he first pitched the idea of Universal uh, in the mid '80s, um, uh, putting his movies out straight to video. He was pitching the idea of an extended universe. He thought that was where where it was at that he would have crossovers and have these IPs that would continue forever. And we should mention he went bust like three times, went right. com almost completely broke three times, and then reinvented himself and the smartest thing i think he ever did was the last time he went bust in the early 2000s when he went bust again because it was between that and his intellectual property and he wanted to keep evil bong movies the puppet master movies he wanted to keep all his properties because he was like i'll be back and he was right he was absolutely right and now we should mention go to tubi tv there's a really good full moon entertainment channel there there's ads but they have most recent they have like 40, 50 years worth of entertainment there, including it's Charlie, amazing. his his father, who directed, co-directed. That's one thing. Bullies too. I did not realize it was an indoor set. They had a giant carnival. That's nuts. We're that was when he had three. Dino De Laurentiis' movie studio. Dino went belly up, kind of fled to America, although he never he didn't describe it that way. And yeah. uh, through some shady bank deal, gave the studio to Charlie. He had these six sound stages, and he was flourishing from a puppet master movie to a rockin' and rolling. So for making Ghoulies 2, he and his dad built a carnival inside a soundstage. Oh, unreal. Unbelievable. And then, of yeah. course, Troll, I should mention, great movies. And he mentions he doesn't have the rights to those films. Those are MGM or somebody. Like, yeah, there's a they... few of his movies. You know, people, people denigrate his movies, but they, people also watch his movies. So... There's a, there's a handful of them, including the ones for kids, like Pre-Hysteria, that he hasn't necessarily gotten all the rights back to yet. He would love uh, to get Troll back, but he doesn't have it yet. Right, and he did a lot of good kids' movies. I don't know. I Honestly, at the end of the day, his stories are really about stories, the mystery.